0: Good morning and welcome to uh, Worship at Rehoboth. I know that um, you're worshiping out of the comfort of your own homes. That's an awesome and great thing uh, for you to be able to do this morning. I'm glad that you're joining us, whether you worship here regularly or uh, you're just joining us this morning. That's awesome. I want to start out with a couple of uh, announcements as we begin this time of worship. Uh, The first is this, that uh, certainly we have uh, different circumstances for worship this morning. Uh, We don't know how long that's going to last. I just wanted to let you know that um, regarding worship. That's going to be a week-to-week decision. So our executive minister team is praying that through, seeking God's leading, and that's the, the avenue that we've chosen. That's not only true for worship, but any other large events. And I just want to encourage you to stay in uh, touch with our Facebook page and the other forms of communication. So you'll be in tune in terms of what's going on and what's happening at Rehoboth in the ministries. So there are some events that we've already canceled. Um, those are out there for you to to discern and to look at. As far as small group events and activities, uh, that's going to be left up to the leaders to pray through and discern. And they'll be in touch with you, the uh, leaders of those particular ministries. So whether it's a small group ministry or something else, they'll be in touch with you regarding that. I do want to um, mention uh, one thing that uh, is uh, coming up, and that would be the Build the uh, build a Bed Day, that's April 25th, that's tentatively scheduled, and uh, I sat down with Miko Peterson, we're going to be running um, a clip of that either next week or that will be appearing on Facebook, so be looking for that coming up soon in terms of information. You know, we have plans, we have some plans uh, scheduled for the next two Fridays to meet a need that arose, it came out of an emergency meeting last Sunday in worship um, afterwards, to go ahead and meet that need um, for uh, kids, families that, that are a part of McMahon schools that might have a an, a need for food, and so we've met that. Uh, that'll be the next two Fridays. Um, there'll be information about that as well on a on a news, um, communique that's going out, and also be information on our um, Facebook page about that, and also. Uh, we want to encourage you. Um, we've covered um, elderly care um, for those in the body of Jesus Christ. A tremendous thing I'll mention later on in the message, but if you know of somebody who is either vulnerable or who is elderly that um, maybe needs some checking in on or maybe we'd have a, a, a need in terms of maybe going to the grocery store whatever it might be, um, please check it on to them and follow up as, as a follower of Jesus Christ. So we have plans, things that are looming um, before us. We're going to continue to be the church. And we hope that uh, in doing so, that we're going to be able to bring God glory and honor um, continually. That's not going to be interrupted, and we'll continue to worship Him. And, and that's God's hope, that no matter what the days are ahead and how they unfold, even if things don't go according to our plans and there's hard moments, we'll put our faith and our trust in Him. And I want to invite you now to to listen to and watch a video that shares that tremendous truth, even if a song by Mercy Me.
1: They say sometimes you win some, sometimes you lose some. Right now, right now I'm losing back. Stood on this stage night after night, reminding the broken it'll be alright. But right now, oh, right now I just can't. It's easy to sing
2: when there's nothing to bring me. Say it.
0: Even if I thought that was such an appropriate um, song, because we are facing um, uncertain times. And it's really awesome to know that we face a God whose love for us is certain, His care and His protection. And even if everything changes tomorrow for you, whatever that means, whatever that looks like, I want you to claim that truth. And that's what we're going to pray about now. Will you join me? Just right where you're at, and bow your heads, close your eyes. Let's pray together. Gracious Heavenly Father, I want to praise You for being a God whose promises are sure and certain. Lord, who we can trust and place our hope in and have that hope and that trust be sure and certain. These are crazy times. We don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. And there's just been this wave, oh God, of anxiety, fears, and worries It has been so prevalent and so um, powerfully displayed in our country. God, so we lean into your grace. We lean into your goodness. We trust you, O God, for your care, for your protection, for your providence, for the certainty of who you will be through all of these uncertain times. God, we just lift before you the needs that we know are out there right now. Needs in our country. Or needs for wisdom and discernment by our leaders. To make decisions that impact millions of people across this great nation of ours. For those in our state, those in our communities. God, we pray for those that are on the front lines Doctors, nurses, medical staff, people of God who are are in direct contact with people who have been diagnosed, who've uh, contracted this disease. Lord, we pray for their well-being. And Lord, we certainly pray for those that have it, for those that have been exposed, for those that have been diagnosed. Lord, we pray for healing. Lord, that you'd make them well. When we think of each one of us, we think of the the way in which we desire to have the answers to questions that we all have. Lord, of all of the things that make us anxious, all of those things that make us fearful, all of those things that we're concerned about, whether it's for us personally or friends that we have, family, people that we know that are vulnerable, at risk, Lord, we lay them before You. And Lord, we ask that you would stir our hearts so that we would be the church in every sense of the word, whatever that means. And I think about the words of truth that are going to come out of your word this morning out of Philippians 4. Lord, that we would be the church that functions with your peace, that we'd have it in our hearts, Lord, that you'd rise it up and that we would be not only filled with your peace almost to the point of not understanding it in the light of all this calamity and all of this fear and anxiety but lord that we would be peace bearers that would be that calm steady voice that speaks your presence into a room and into a relationship that stills fears god we pray for that because so too that would visibly display our trust and our faith in You. Lord, help us in the midst of the unknown to believe in the unknown that You, O God, will lead and guide. That You'll create a path. You'll create a way. You'll make it clear. And it will be a good path. It will be a path that's secure. Lord, and that we can trust in You in all things. I pray, O Lord, that You'd rise that up In us, as we live our lives from day to day, that trust, that belief, that hope, that we wouldn't be consumed with those fears, those worries, and anxiety. That we know that they're going to come. Lord, that we'd pause and we'd know you, and we'd place our hope in you. And Lord, that we'd seize the day to be the church. Lord, we'd rise up. We display the love of Jesus Christ. Lord, we'd use our hands, our feet. We visibly witness who it is that you are to us by being that to another. Lord, that we'd serve you. We'd respond. We'd see the opportunities and we'd act. And we'd act in a way that um, you'd have us to, that we'd follow you to meet that need. That we'd be where you want us to be, where you are, where you want us to go. Lord, I give You praise for the way that we can continue to be the church. Lord, and to rise above all of the problems and see that there are opportunities to bring You glory and honor. Might it be. I ask all these things. I just pray for Your personal protection over the body of Christ and in our communities, in our country, and in the world. We place our trust and our hope in You and in You alone. We pray all of these things with confidence and with faith and with gratitude because you are the great Lord, our God, the Almighty One. And it's in the name of Jesus we pray them. Amen. We have uh, began an Easter series here at Rehoboth and we're continuing it, um, even though we're bringing it to you right into your own homes, called Unleashed unleash. It's about freely following Jesus Christ. How we can free ourselves to do that. Uh, to get rid of things that tie us up, that bind us, that are a burden to us and, and keep us bound to those things other than freely following you. And it's certainly a time um, right now to do that. And there's all kinds of, of circumstances. Uh, critical things that are going on in our country. Unprecedented I've never seen anything like this, and I'm sure you haven't, in the life that you've lived. Um, The way that that things are unfolding from day to day, the responses that people are having to the things that they encounter. I think of the things that have happened with our government, all of the the guidelines, the recommendations, the bans. Um, I think of the media, of the way in which um, they've covered things, the way they've responded to all of this. I think of people, people that I've known and had conversations with that I'm sure you you have as well. And some of the fears that they've spoken into the times that we're living in and the anxiety that they have. And in some cases, when we look and see on on news coverage, some of the hysteria that's out there. So it certainly is a time um, to be unleashed and to be able to freely follow God in this. And I know that um, the situations are changing daily. So, how we follow has to be changing daily. And how we respond to all of the questions that are there. And I know that you have them in your heart. You're asking questions all the time, hundreds of them, thousands of them. What do I do in this situation? How do I respond? Should I or shouldn't I? Should I do this? Should I do that? And I hope and trust that you're asking those questions in light of who you are as a follower of Jesus Christ. I pray and hope that that's true. Who should I be in this moment? I know that that's what our leadership went through earlier in the week, uh, even before uh, last week, a couple weeks ago. We started asking ourselves a lot of questions about, you know, what's next? How do we handle this? I, I, I just, um, it just is awesome to share with you that. Uh, As leaders, um, we sought the leading of God. We didn't rely on our own understanding and our own wisdom, but we we prayed that through. I urged that of our leaders. And He spoke. He led us. It is incredibly encouraging and awesome to know that that's exactly what was happening. And God was clear. He he has done that in the past, even as this um, pandemic um, virus has taken a hold of our country, uh, in terms of the decisions that we've made. And He will continue to do so. It's just incredibly um, profound to have that certainty and that hope and that peace about that. Uh, He spoke, as I mentioned, about some of the needs that we knew existed and how to respond to that. I'll be sharing more about that in a few minutes. But I know that there's still more questions. And I know that there's more fear. And I know that there's more worries and anxiety um, that you have and that others have in their heart. I want to encourage you now just to open up your hearts with all that's in there and just listen closely to what God wants to say to you in a very personal and intimate way this morning from His words of truth as they're found in Philippians 4. I'm going to read verses 4 to 9. So wherever you're at, um, if you have another electronic device, whatever it might be, um, or the the words are going to be in front of you, um, open your heart to this truth. Philippians 4, verses 4 to 9. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put into practice in this incredible promise. And the peace and the God of peace... Will be with you. Oh, this is the Word of God. Might it be written in your hearts and lived in your lives from day to day, especially in these times. You know this text um, is so full, but it shares a couple of very um, specific truths that I just want to hone in on and focus on this morning as I think about what it is that we're going through. Um, if we can have these things become our response in this time and how we deal with the decisions that we have to make over the next few days and weeks, however long this is going to last. Uh, it will be incredibly encouraging. And, and I want to I just encourage you as we spend a few minutes to um, maybe take some notes, to write some things down, and then think about them, pray over them, have them come alive in your heart. And they will create. I think some just not certainty in terms of how you move forward but some transformational moments for you and they certainly will empower you and bring glory to God so the first thing is this um, this is a text about prayer about prayer and and now is the time for the church to pray now you might be thinking wow thanks for that incredibly uh, insightful statement you know that's like a duh thing right Um, we know this. We know it's a time to pray. We have been praying. And I I would hope that you would know that it's the first thing that you do and the best thing that you do is what we should always be doing regardless of what time we're in, but certainly now. And so I asked you the question, though, if it's such a dull thing, so is this true? Have you been praying? Have you been praying for um, our government, for our leaders, for our president, for our senators? Have you been praying for um, other countries, for the things that they're facing and the things that are going on in in Italy, in Iran, in China? Have you been praying for them, for those people? Have you been praying for hospital workers and doctors, medical staff? Have you been praying for people that have indeed been diagnosed, contracted this disease for their well-being? Have you been prayed for those exposed? And here's the thing, and I'm sure this has been true at some level. Have you, have you been praying for those people that have been directly impacted? And that would be true for all of us, right, at some degree? Whether it has to do with work or the socialization, the things that we do, how we live our lives from day to day. And when I say that, praying for the impact, I mean, changing our routines and doing things differently isn't too painful, really. But for some, there's a lot of things that are at stake. There's a lot of things in terms of how it's going to impact them that will have a a lot of repercussions for a long time. Have you been praying for them? See, so I, I just am encouraging you to be people of prayer, to step it up, to ratchet it up, Now is the time for the church to pray, to pray hard, to lean into what it is that God promises in terms of how we should pray. And I'm asking you to be praying for His leading. We see that in the text. Don't be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And I know that you have a lot of questions about your response to this, how it is that you're going to live your life, the things that you should do. Pray about it. Seek His leading. Ask Him. He'll make uh, the way clear. He'll speak. And and something along with that, and, and so we're, we're praying and we're seeking truth. I, I want to encourage you to be focused on hearing His voice. It's one of the things is, Um, We we went through uh, prayer as a team as well. I just mentioned there's so many different voices that are speaking right now. Is that not true? Uh, uh, I don't know about you. I'm on information overload. Um, It's all over the place. Stories, 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 stories. Information, information, information. A lot of it is good. And, and, And please don't hear me saying that you shouldn't listen to voices. You know, voices of doctors, medical professions, um, professionals, people that are speaking with with wisdom and to have good counsel. It's important to listen to those voices, and God gives those people as a gift to us. But the one thing that I want to urge you above all else, and this has to do with praying and praying for His leading, is not to forget the voice of God. To take the time to pray and then to listen Because it's so easy to let all the other voices drown out the only one that matters, His. So people of God, pray. Now is the time for the church to pray and to pray for leading so that you'll be wise and that you'll make the right decisions. I love this truth in Proverbs 3, verses 5 to 7. I know you've heard it before, perhaps. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not into your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will make your path straight. Do not be wise in your own eyes. I love that. But fear the Lord and shun evil. That's a call to to follow Him, to listen to His his leading, to His voice, to discern it, to follow it. And so I want to urge you, I want to encourage you to pray for His leading. I also want to encourage you to pray for his peace. That's what verse 7 speaks into. It says, after you do this, after you're not anxious about anything, are you anxious about anything? What fears, what worries do you have? Have you prayed them through? Uh, now is the time to pray for his peace. And there's the promise that we'll have it. Verse 7, and the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard all our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. And I love that it'll transcend all understanding. You know, the peace of God, and I've had that when maybe you've had an experience like that where somebody has just been filled with the peace of God and everybody else is anxious and worked up and they're just struggling with decisions or how to move forward or there's circumstances that have got them on edge, kind of like now, right? And then somebody just has that peace. And it creates curiosity and people are wondering. And yet it has that, that effect and impact. That's profound, doesn't it? And God can use that in your families, in your homes, where you work, wherever he's, he's put you in the circumstances in, and wherever there's anxiety, for you to be a calming presence, for you to be that person who brings the peace of Christ into a situation, into a group that calms fears, calms worries. I pray that for you personally, but I pray that for you as a follower of Jesus to be able to deliver that into the circumstances that you find yourself in now and in the weeks to come. So pray, pray for His peace. And that peace comes out of knowing who God is. I think of a couple of, of passages I'm going to read for you now, a couple of verses in psalms, but there's just so many. I love this passage, David, in Psalm 42. We're just struggling with all kinds of things. He's having a great conversation. I encourage you to read the the whole passage. This is after he'd been getting chased around. His life was in danger. And then he says this. he, He he kind of has it out with God. He all of this stuff, and then he asks himself this question: this is introspection. He says, "This why are you downcast, O my soul? Why so disturbed within me?" See, there's there's unrest, there's anxiety, there's worries and fears, and then these words: "Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise Him, my Savior, my God." See, he he stops, and he asks himself the question: What am I doing? Why is all this going on? I need to put my hope in God. That's who I need to praise, my Savior and my God. Great words out of Psalm 46. God is our refuge and strength in ever-present help and trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way. We haven't reached that point yet. And the mountains will fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake within their surging. Later on in the, in the chapter, the Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. And then later still, be still and know that I am God. I'll be exalted among the nations. I'll be exalted in the earth. And that's the God that loves us. That's the God that has spoken to us and wants to speak to us in these uncertain times, in these times that are filled with fears and worries and anxieties. To be still, to call on his name, to know who we is, not in our heads, not with words on a page, but in our hearts. That we would know that about who we is, and that we'd have that peace. It's a powerful thing. And I want to submit to you, and I hope you know who God is really, intimately, uh, powerfully. And to get to know more over these next few weeks as you lay those things before Him. Because here's here's the truth about where we're at and what's going on. And, And I think it may get even a little worse before it gets better. But I want to assure you I'm pretty certain that no government band is going to end this thing. I'm pretty certain that no vaccine is going to end this thing. God might use them as a part of bringing it to an end. But what I'm certain about is that with a word God will bring it to an end. And I urge you to be praying for God to do that. Call out cry out that He'd end this virus, that He'd kill it, He'd rid the face of the earth of it. He can do it with a word. I don't pretend to know um, all of the reasons, the will of God. I know that we all have trials. We all face things. And I don't know why we're going through this as a country of the world. But I do know who can bring it to an end. Pray. Pray, church. And have trust in who God is know who he is. Praying is a huge part of what this passage um, brings as a truth. And then um, from verses eight, eight and 9 um, speaks about practice, about practice. And I would submit to you now is the time for the church to be the church. To put into practice the things that God has taught us that we've known. That He's working in us. That He's developing. The things that it means to be a follower of Jesus Christ. And to be a disciple. To be the hands and feet of Jesus. You know, we look out in the world, there are lots of problems. But now is the time for the church to be the church. To seize the moment. To reveal the person of Jesus Christ in a lot of profound and wonderful ways. That's what verses 8 and 9 are speaking about. All of the whatever's true, noble, right, pure, lovely, admirable, excellent, praiseworthy. And then these words in verse 9, whatever you've learned, received, or heard from me, seen it in me, put into practice. That's who you need to be. And there certainly are all kinds of opportunities to be. And I was so um, incredible, uh, incredibly moved and touched over the the last week or so when I've seen the church respond to that, because we have the opportunity to be, in terms of servanthood, in terms of being Jesus. Now I can't tell you, and um, we last week um, again after um, worship, I asked people just to meet and to to think about two needs that are very apparent that that came out, and, and uh, the results of some of the, the decisions to clu, uh, close schools, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And what happened was um, a bunch of people gathered right up here in the front of the church. They, they talked about things. They prayed. They brainstormed, um, and they put things together. And so now, um, this last Friday, for the next two Fridays, um, we're, we're going to have the privilege of being Jesus to families in our community um, that, that are maybe struggling, have some needs as far as food, um, maybe are even fearful about maybe going out to the store for it. Um, but we've worked with McBain Schools, and by the way, it, it just it won't be a Rehoboth thing. Um, we shouldered that this week. The next two weeks, we're asking other churches to, um, to join us in that effort um, to be, so we can be Christ together, an ecumenical effort, um, and to be servants and to meet that need. That just it was a powerful response. I just was amazed to see the Spirit of, of God work. And uh, and it primarily was gals. Um, not that men were excluded from it, but man, they hit it out of the park. It just was incredible. And it was very moving. A very, um, It just was awesome to see. And I was very proud um, as a pastor uh, to, to just see that unfold and to see this church respond in that way. The other um, need that was met in terms of being a servant is is to our senior citizens and and, uh, those that are in this community of faith and those that are in this community. Um, Immediately there was care given, calls were made, um, questions asked about, uh, and and the promise given that if you have needs, uh, if there's something that we can do for you, we want you to stay put, we want to go out and take care of that for you, we want to be sensitive to those that might be vulnerable at risk, and so we're going to be Christ in that situation and if um, that happens, if you know of any needs, um, I just had somebody stop by um, earlier today that uh, had some needs and we resolved that for them. But uh, how we can do that and how we can be Jesus Christ, now is the time just to put into practice what it means to be a follower of Jesus and to love like Jesus did. And, and not just with our lips, but with our actions. Now is the time. Now is the time as well. To be uh, the church in terms of faith, to be people of faith. and I know that um, you know there's this this tension, right in terms of believing that God is going to care and protect and yet being wise and discerning about what it is that we do when when you know all, this disease is floating all over the place. And I respect that. But, but I want to encourage you to continue to be people of faith. To respond to what it is that God calls us to do and how He calls us to trust Him. And you can see how that's related. I mentioned that earlier in terms of fear. You know, our, our hope can't be in anything other than God, the Lord God Almighty. And to know that He's the one who's going to care for us. He will. He'll protect us. He will. He'll provide. He will. And He'll love us. He will. I love those words in First John 4, verse 18. Therefore, there is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear. Do you know God that way? Do you trust and believe that He loves you, He's going to care for you, He's going to protect you in these times. I I know it's natural. It comes out of our hearts. And again, reading the stories, seeing the news, talking to other people, to have that fear and that anxiety just ratchet up. That's just a simple thing that happens. It's part of our response as we look and we see. It's part of a, a sense that starts to go off in us. And that's why we need to be people of faith. Well, we need to call a time out a like David did and just say, who, who am I really? Who is God? I know who God is. And I'm going to display that, that faith and that trust and that belief in who He is. And that would be pretty revealing to people too. You have a great opportunity to speak into who God is to you. In moments when, when people are, are looking and when you can operate and function in a way that speaks about your faith and you can be a person of faith and you will be able to give god incredible glory and honor in that there's so many other things that um i'd like to share with you and, and things that that means in terms of of what it means in these days in terms of who we should be but i just want to encourage you not to be primarily and, and first and foremost people who are, are servants and people who are people of faith and to pray Brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, I'm looking forward to when we can gather together again. We won't be talking uh, through the Internet or worshiping together. All that's an awesome um, privilege that we've been given with the technology, and I want to thank those people who made it possible as well. But it's going to be great um, to be back and and hear stories about how you um, followed uh, the leading of Jesus Christ. You had great peace. You served Him. You believed in Him. And those stories in terms of what happened, how that unfolded in your lives and how God was glorified and honored. Um, again, it's been awesome to see it already. And I just look forward to seeing what God is going to do. How He's going to use us um, to be His light and to love like He loves in these times. So thank you so um, incredibly much. Thank you for um, joining this morning. I want to... Um, Pray, and then we're going to have another song or video that I'm going to, point to so we, we pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, I want to thank You for Your Word and Your truth. I want to thank You for how it speaks into our lives. And I ask, O oh Lord, that um, if people hadn't had their o- a heart open to that truth, that You'd pry it open. Lord, be thinking about the truth that You share, the powerful and profound promises that You give in Your Word in Philippians 4, verses 4 to 9. And Lord, that we would indeed um, serve You. And we'd know who You are. We'd trust You. And Lord, we'd strive to be in these uncertain times um, a rock because we're standing on the rock and that we'd be solid and strong. Uh, thank You, O oh God, for who You are and who You continue to be. In Your holy and precious name we pray it. Amen. You know, we can trust God in all things. I want to ask you to listen to this song. Just um, open up your hearts to the words as they're being sung. Powerful song by Lauren Bagel, entitled, I Will Trust You.
1: Letting go of every single dream, I lay each one down at your Changes what you
0: Powerful song with a powerful truth. Um, I I wanted to, um, because some people have been asking about giving, so I just wanted to address that very briefly. Um, You know, as far as uh, tithes, offerings, um, we still have ministry going on. There's still needs, but um, you can just simply drop them uh, off to the church during office hours. Um, You could mail them. You could save them up when we get together again. You could bring them then. But I just uh, appreciate people for asking about that, and uh, there's options there, so you can just choose one. So thank you so very much. Would you just receive God's blessing as we end our time together? Now may the God of hope fill you with joy and peace as you trust in Him, so that you would overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit, and so do and bring Him honor and glory now and forevermore. Amen. Brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, have a great week following the great Lord your God as you put your hope and your trust in Him.